Hi again, everybody. I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for downloading the Bengals Booth Podcast. The good, 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 good vibrations edition. As we talk to the author of a recent Bengals state of the franchise story, Adam Rank from NFL.com, he writes that the Bengals are, quote, a team on the rise, potentially heading for unprecedented levels of success. Adam will explain why. He also picks the team's breakout star for 2020, and it's not Joe Burrow or T. Higgins or DJ Reader. I will talk to the player that Adam selected. The Bengals Booth Podcast is presented by Prime Sport, the official fan travel and hospitality partner of the Cincinnati Bengals. And here's a quick reminder that you can have the latest edition of this podcast delivered right to your phone, tablet, or computer by subscribing on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or Podbean. It's the greatest thing since Father's Day. My love of sports came from my dad. Like many fathers and sons, we bonded while talking about sports, and his favorite teams became my favorite teams. Between the NFL, NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball, those teams have combined for one championship. So thanks, Dad, for passing down a lifetime of frustration. Just kidding, I think. In any case... As the son of Larry Horde, the stepson of Jack Bailey, and the father of young Sam, I hope you and your family have a wonderful Father's Day. Now, let's get to this week's guests. Recently, NFL.com has been posting state-of-the-franchise stories about every NFL team, and the Bengals version was extremely positive. The title was, Bengals Trending Up with Joe Burrow, and I am going to read the second paragraph. Here goes. It's an exciting time to be a Bengals fan. This is a team on the rise, potentially heading for unprecedented levels of success, and the Bengals are a proud franchise. They have a history filled with some of the greatest innovators in the game and some of the best who ever played it. The only thing missing is a championship. I'm not going to sugarcoat it and say that a title is within reach this season, but the Bengals are putting together the building blocks to get there one day. The person who wrote that is Adam Rank, and he joins me on this week's podcast. Adam, your first beer is on me if we ever meet, but in all seriousness, is the optimism you expressed mostly due to Joe Burrow? Well, I got to be honest with you. Uh, I have great editors, apparently, because I'm not that eloquent, so I appreciate <laughs> them and all the hard work that they do for that. But really, you know... I, you know, as somebody who was a huge fan of Carson Palmer growing up and everything like that, I really have followed the, the, the Bengals for quite some time. Obviously, I follow every team, but this is a time where I look at it. And I, I don't know if it's just because of Joe Burrow and his arrival, but I look at what the Bengals have going on. And I just feel really good about it. And I, you know, and I talk about it in the piece, and I know we can deep dive into it a little bit more, but I know it's hard to believe that, you know, just one player can come in and, and change an, an entire organization. But I, I believe that, they, that he can. And I, I'm just a huge believer in Joe Burrow, and I love everything that he's bringing to the Bengals. And so if I'm a fan of the team, I would be fired up. And again, like I said, I don't want to say that you're going to be in the playoffs or, you know, not that you wouldn't want to be in the playoffs, but, you know, they've got the, the franchise moving in the right direction for the first time in what feels like a while. We are chatting with Adam Rank from NFL.com. I only have one quibble. 
with your article. You wrote that the Bengals have had some great quarterbacks, but have never had one who was the dude, a guy that exuded confidence. I think Boomer Esiason was actually the epitome of that, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about Joe Burrow. I think he's the first guy since Boomer that has what you're talking about. You know what? I, I, I hear what you're saying. I think, yeah, I, I might have been a little bit mistaken. Because, you know, and you think back to the, the Super Bowl and, and had the 49ers on the ropes, ropes, excuse me, and if they would have been able to win that one, then, you know, I think that Boomer's career would be looked at differently. So I would agree with you, and I think I might have might have mis, misspoke. But I was thinking of more of the recent quarterbacks and, and guys who I really loved and guys who I thought are good court like they're great quarterbacks. Like you look at them, and you're like, this is a great quarterback. But the example that I used, and this would be lost on anybody who doesn't like wrestling, but there's a difference between a guy like The Rock and a guy like Roman Reigns, who both are very good, but The Rock is another level. And I have Joe Burrow as that kind of player that is on another level. And I think that going to LSU and doing everything that he did, that really helped him. You know, and if you're a quarterback out there and thinking about going back to college, if you can use college the way Joe Burrow did, because I believe that he walks into the building right now, ready to go. And I will agree with you. I, he is the best quarterback. He's got the best demeanor, the best swagger, the best confidence of any quarterback since Boomer Esiason. I apologize to Boomer, a fellow lefty. I might have I might have missed the boat on that one, so I agree with you. <laughs> Apology accepted on Boomer's <laughs> behalf. We're talking to Adam Rank from NFL.com. Aside from Joe Burrow, what did you think of the Bengals draft? Oh, I loved it. I, you know what? I, I really love the, the idea of having a young quarterback and saying, you know what we should do? We should surround him with some really good players. It's the opposite approach of what the, what the Packers did with Aaron Rodgers. They're like, hey, we've got a great quarterback. Let's draft his replacement for three years down the road. So I love when they drafted T. Higgins. You know, you know, you're thinking about it. You're just kind of like, okay, what are they going to do here? They're going to go defense. They can address the secondary, and they brought in T. Higgins, who to me was a first round talent, and it was a, it was a, not a surprise because there was a lot of good receivers in the draft, but it was you know a little bit of a shock that he was still available at day two, and the Bengals took him. And I'm like, you know what? This is what I like. This is what I like to see. They're committed to going out there and winning and giving. And, you know, you look at the the receiver room as it is right now, there's some pretty good guys in there. You know, A.J. Green, assuming he comes back and is healthy and ready to go. And Tyler Boyd has put together back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons. We like Auden Tate, John Ross when he's available. But then you bring in a guy like T. Higgins, and I'm like, this is it. They're going to go out there, and they're going to give it a go, and this is what I think the Bengals need to do. So I'm getting fired up just talking about it. And we are getting uh, fired up listening to you talking about it. Uh, Adam Rank wrote the Bengals' state of the franchise story on NFL.com this past Wednesday. It's a great read. I highly recommend going back and checking it out if you didn't read it already. Among other things, uh, you got some great analogies in there, including one where you compared Zach Taylor to TV chef Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Explain why. Well, I think that, you know, it's one of those things that you notice in television that when there's a successful TV formula where you're having a – like Gordon Ramsay goes out and does rest for uh, Kitchen Nightmares, and and he goes out there, and then every other network's like, we need our own version. And sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. And, you know, last year, Zach Taylor, to my conjecture, was hired because of his association – was Sean McVay, and that was a selling point, and I don't disagree with it, but 
okay, he was kind of inexperienced, but okay, so let's see how this goes. And after one season, I don't think we got a good read on what Zach Taylor is all about. I, I don't think it was any fault of his own. There was a lot of things that were going wrong, and I wouldn't pin it on him. But we want to know, like, what is his deal going to be? Like, is he going to be the guy who steps up and you're like, yes, this is a great spinoff. This is better than what Robert Irvine did with his, well, I think his was Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> and so you want him, you, you want Zach to take a, a step up. And I, again, I, I, and I put this at the end of the piece, is like, I, I'm willing to say last year never happened. I would not hold last year against him, anything like that. They've now put together a pretty good team. There's still some, some issues on the offensive line and things like that. But I think now that they've given him a pretty good, uh, a pretty good template to work with, and now it's, it's up to him to take a step forward. And he even admitted, I was reading an article on, on Bengals.com where he was like, we need dudes who have a little bit of an edge, a little bit of a swagger. And even some of the teams with Marvin Lewis had that defensively. I would like to see that on the offensive side. And I think Joe Burrow could do it, and it's up to Zach Taylor right now to kind of harness that. I'm embarrassed to admit that I watched that Robert Irvine show once. Not my proudest <laughs> moment. Uh, we're visiting with Adam Rank. Like, you can follow. I, I like Robert Irvine, but you, yeah, that was a misstep. Terrible show. I don't know enough about <laughs> him other than that show, but that show was awful. Uh, you can follow Adam Rank on Twitter at Adam Rank. You pick second-year tight end Drew Sample to be the Bengals' breakout star this year. Why, Drew? Well, I believe that it's a, a position that could flourish for the Bengals. When you bring in a lot of guys who stretch the field and can get after it, obviously we just talked about the receivers a moment ago, I do believe that a guy like Drew can make a step forward this year with a young quarterback who's going to target his tight ends underneath. If the, if the, the lanes are opened up for him, I think he can make – kind of a, a step forward. And I know a lot of people were upset last year because it always seems weird when you draft a tight end in the second round. And a lot of people are, you know, I'm a Bears fan, so they drafted Cole Komet this year. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of a tough one to sell. But I do believe, and I watched him at Washington. I think he's he's a good player. I think that he's a, he's a good blocker. That was his, his calling card. So, number one, he's going to help out in the running game. You know, we're looking for Joe Mixon to break out, like really break out this season. And he's going to help in the running game, but he can also be one of those pass catchers, and they need somebody to step up. Now a Tyler Eifert's down in Jacksonville. So, you know, he's going to be one of those guys. I don't think that he's going to go out there and be the second coming of Robert Gronkowski, but I think he's going to go out there and sneakily put together a number of touchdowns. And I know if you're a fantasy player, you'll be upset because you're starting Tyler Boyd or T. Higgins, and you're going to be like, oh, touchdown, who was it to? And it's going to be Drew Sample, and you're going to be great. Nobody has him on their roster, but whatever. But for Bengal fans, I think they will enjoy him taking that leap forward this year. All right, Adam, you've been doing these state of the franchise stories on every team in the AFC North. What do you think about the division as a whole? I think it's a good division. I think it's going to be a lot tougher this year, obviously, with the Steelers getting back. Ben Roethlisberger, that's going to be huge for them. They had a top five defense last year. They were eight and eight with absolutely dreadful play at the quarterback position. Now, if if Ben Roethlisberger can return and he doesn't have to be the guy who's throwing for 4,500 yards, but if he can be a little bit productive, just better, better than Mason Rudolph level, I think that's a very good team. The Ravens obviously not only are a good team, they got better with Calais Campbell and the Browns. You know, it's unfortunate that they got 
Kevin Stefanski, because I'm sure you guys all enjoyed Freddie Kitchens and what he did. <laughs> I wanted a lifetime contract for Freddie Kitchens. Oh, my gosh. Like, bring him back. Give him another year. Why do you guys get rid of him so quickly? Yeah, that's, that's the unfortunate thing. So, I think for the Bengals, that there'll be improvement, and it's going to be hard to really register because these, those other three teams in the division are so good. But I think they're going to come out. And I think this division is going to be one of the best in football. That's your question. But I think the Bengals are going to be good. But it's like, oh, if you were in another division, you would have an opportunity to maybe make a little bit of a run. But I think being in the AFC North is going to be tough. It is challenging, but uh, that's the way it is. You are predicting a victory for the Bengals in week one against the Chargers, and uh, it was an excellent read. You did a great job with the state of the franchise story, and I don't only say that because it was uh, optimistic in general. It was very well done, uh, a fun read as well, and uh, I enjoyed it very much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Uh, Let's do this again sometime, and uh, I look forward to you buying me that beer. I'll buy Adam several if the Bengals reach the heights that he thinks are possible under Joe Burrow. And just so we have our TV cooking shows straight, Gordon Ramsay did Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares. Robert Irvine did Restaurant Impossible. Before we get to our next conversation, here's a quick reminder that you can take your Bengals pride to the next level in 2020 with an official Bengals fan package from Prime Sport. As we heard in my conversation with Adam Rank, his pick for the Bengals' breakout star in 2020 is tight end Drew Sample, the Bengals' second-round draft pick last year out of the University of Washington. Drew had five catches for 30 yards last year before missing the final seven games of his rookie season with an ankle injury. Now that Tyler Eifert has gone to Jacksonville as a free agent, Drew is likely to play a much larger role in 2020, and I caught up with a 24-year-old tight end this week. Drew, I saw some footage of you on the local news recently working out at a Cincinnati area fitness facility. Did you stay here in the offseason? Uh, yeah. Uh, I took, uh, after after the season, I went home for a little bit. I think it was about two weeks. Uh, and then we were back here, and then we, we had a few trips. Uh, went to Pebble Beach for my dad's uh, 50th birthday, but... We've been back since basically the fall before all the uh, coronavirus stuff hit. We were back at the uh, beginning of March, end of February, I believe, and we've been we've been here ever since. So it's been nice to kind of have a home base now. As a golf lover, how was Pebble Beach? Uh, it was amazing. It was it was definitely a, an awesome experience. I mean, we played pretty much all the major uh, courses down there, and, and we ended with Pebble, and it was. Uh, it was tough. It was tough for us, obviously, but it, it was as gorgeous as advertised, and uh, it was it was awesome. Worth turning fifty for your dad. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I got I got one birdie, so I was happy with that. There you go, Drew. In that uh, TV story that I referenced, you were working out with Sam Hubbard. Have you guys been pushing each other in the off season? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we've been working out at uh, Black Sheep Performance. Uh, it's up, kind of it's up in Blue Ash, and. Uh, Sam was the one that introduced me to Pat, uh, who's our trainer, um, I think last offseason for kind of the after OTA stuff. And um, I really like everything that he's been about. And it's it's been nice to be able to, to work out with someone like Sam, who, like you said, we can really push each other. I think we complement each other well, like in workouts and stuff. And then obviously on the field, going against each other a lot and practicing stuff. I think uh, it's, a, it's a nice competition. It's a good little rivalry. We are talking to Bengals tight end Drew Sample. For many of us, Drew, the one bright spot during the coronavirus shutdown has been spending more time with our families. Your first child was born last August. You have another one on the way. 
How has this time been for you and your wife? It's been amazing. Like, you know, obviously ups and downs being quarantined, but I think, you know, both of us just tried to make the best of it. I mean, we were able to spend so much time with Olivia and, you know, she's grown. She's at the age where she's grown so much, even the past like two weeks, you know, she just started crawling about a month ago and now, you know, now she's standing up. Like there's just so many different things that, you know, probably without the coronavirus, I, I would have probably missed or at least not been there to see, you know, her first time crawling or first time standing or things like that. So, um, you know, definitely just finding the, the positive in things. And, and as a dad, you know, I was really happy. I was able to put in that time and spend time with, you know, my wife, obviously, and, and Olivia. So it's, I think it's been good. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, but I think, um, you know, you just got to take the positives from it. And that was definitely one of them. That's definitely a good silver lining. Let's go back to last year. You suffered, uh, suffered a high ankle sprain and missed the final seven games of the season. How bad was it, and how are you doing now? Um, you know, obviously, it just wasn't ideal. Um, you know, getting rolled up on, trying to rehab back at the end of the season, but it just wasn't uh, just wasn't progressing. And so um, it was actually, you know, I was I would say I was fully healthy probably you know a month month or so after the season. Um, so I was kind of able to come into this off season pretty much fully healthy. So give me gave me a full off season plus this. You know, obviously we've had a lot of extra time. Um, with the coronavirus and so I feel really good you know uh, rehab as much as I can you know strengthening that type of thing and so you know I, I feel like I've had a really good off season and I'm definitely excited for this season coming up. We're catching up with Drew Sample the coaches said you were really coming on at the point where you got injured how did you feel you were doing at that point? I, I think that's fair I think I was starting to really adjust to it obviously it's you know a big jump um, you know from college to NFL and so you know, I was definitely getting more comfortable just seeing things. Games started to kind of slow down a little bit. Uh, so, obviously, I was pretty bummed not being able to play the rest of the year. But, you know, I just tried to take everything um, that I learned last year and, and put it into this off season and, and put it in this season. Um, so, you know, whenever we get going, I'm really excited to go out there and show what I can do. Discussing that college to the NFL jump that you referenced, was there anything specific that was a real eye-opener for you? I mean, I kind of knew, you know, you, you know that the, obviously everyone, there's no there's no bad players. Everyone was at the top of their level. Uh, and, you know, in the first 10 or so games, I mean, every week, you know, you play against really good players that you've either grown up watching or, you, or you've heard of or, you know, just, just people that have been in the league for a long time. And uh, so you just know there's no, there's no weeks off. Every game is a battle. Every play is a battle. And, and that's what's fun about it. You get to compete against the best of the best. And um, I think that's, you know, that with the speed of the game, I mean, like, just because everyone's so good, I think those are just the, the main things. And, you know, once you kind of, there's so much information with learning new offense, everything that goes into it, it's, you know, it's hard to just play free. And so um, I felt like I was starting to do that, you know, towards the end there. So I'm excited for, I'm excited to get things going this year. Have you tweaked anything about your off-season prep based on that experience? No, I mean, I think this is an interesting year because everyone says, you know, the the best offseason is, you know, or the hardest offseason, I should say, is after your rookie year because your rookie year, you know, you combine train everything. And then this is this year has been kind of an interesting challenge because obviously it's longer than normal. We didn't go for OTAs. And so, um, you know, I've been working with Sam and Pat, and I think we've, uh, we've we've been able to navigate it really well. So I feel like I haven't had a true, you know, normal offseason by NFL standards yet. Um, but this year has been great just because we really stepped back and looked at the details and everything and, and a lot of allowed us to put a lot of time into the things that, you know, maybe might get overlooked by some people. So 
um, I feel really, really happy with the work we put in this offseason, and I'm excited for the season. We're talking to tight end Drew Sample. A key member of the group is gone as Tyler Eifert left as a free agent. That's likely to mean more snaps for you. Does that affect your mindset going into next season? Um, you know, obviously losing a good player like that, you know, someone that has been here a long time and, and did a lot of good things for us is, is tough. But, um, you know, I think we got a lot of good guys in the room. And, you know, um, I'm excited to help contribute in any way I can. Obviously, I want to come in and I want to play as much as I can. I want to help this offense. Um, so, you know, it's obviously hard. He's been here so long. He's done a lot of things, um, you know, for the organization. And being able to watch him work for a year was, was fun. Um, but, no, I'm definitely excited just to kind of take that jump and for our room to try and take that next step. Drew, have you enjoyed team Zoom meetings, and, and do you think they've been productive? Yeah, for sure. I think I think Zach did a really good job um, of just kind of keeping everyone together, all the, all the coaches, and um, just really, you know, there's you know, there's some days where we have a little more fun than others, but I would say overall, you know, we got we got through a lot of installs. You know, we had um, you know offensive deep, offensive meetings, special teams meetings. Um, it was really nice to kind of just get back into things. You know, go over the playbook. Um, you know, new stuff, old stuff, just really refreshing all of it and, you know, be able to watch, you know, stuff from last year and, and just really look at ways to get better. And I think, um, like I said, Coach Terry did a great job of making sure everyone was, you know, uh, locked in. And so I think, um, you know, I think we just were able to make the best of it. And um, I think it's definitely going to pay off come season time. And as a veteran or as a returning player, you are done with that this week, correct? Uh, yeah, today was our last day, so... Um, just, you know, they're letting us get out, really focus on, you know, getting in football shape, getting back into things, and basically getting ready for camp whenever whenever that may be. We are catching up with Drew Sample. Drew, as last season wound down, it seemed like a strong possibility that the Bengals would wind up drafting Joe Burrow, and obviously they did. Did you watch him in the college football playoff games with that in mind? I, I mean, I did, obviously. You know, obviously he was a great player, and, um, you know, we, we – a lot of people have talked about that so but I have definitely watched a couple of his games and you know seeing the type of player that he is and um, just the kind of mindset and, and everything that he had in zoom meetings and everything is uh, has been fun to watch so you know I haven't actually met him yet but I'm excited to meet him and uh, you know I know he's he's put a lot of work in this offseason too so we're, we're hopefully gonna start building something special here did anything stand out when you watched him in those games at the end of the year I think just his poise and, you know, staying calm. I mean, he made a lot of plays, off-script plays. He made a lot of great throws. I think, um, you know, as a quarterback, being able to make the right throws, get out of, you know, get out of things and, and make plays, I think that's I think that's really all you can ask. A lot of quarterbacks in the league, you see it uh, with a lot of the top guys just being able to make plays. And I think that's something that he was able to do and big reason why they had such a good season. So you're getting ready for year number two. Do you feel like you have anything to prove in year two? Uh, you know, for me, I just always feel like I, I just want to go out and, and, and play my game and, and show people the type of player that I know I am. Um, you know, I don't think necessarily. I mean, you always – I just think I want to play for the team. You know, obviously we didn't have a great season last year, and so I know all the guys in our room, in our offense, just on our team want to, you know, show everyone that, that we didn't – you know, put our best foot forward. And so I think guys are really excited to go out and show show the type of players we are and show the type of team we are this year. You weren't able to have OTAs or mini camps, but training camp, at least for now, seems to be uh, on schedule. How confident are you that everything is going to proceed on schedule or close to it in the fall? 
Um, you know, I, I, I can't really, I can't really say. I really hope so. You know, obviously, um, you know, as sports have slowly started to come back, you realize when, when there are none, how big of, you know, even for me, you just watching other sports and everything, when there's nothing, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of hard. So, um, you know, I know we just want to get back. You know, we want to play a season, obviously, and, you know, um, hopefully they, you know, come out with the guidelines and we'll be able to follow that because I know guys, you know, I know guys want to play, but also, you know, you have to be safe with everything going on. So, uh, you know, I know the, the PA and stuff won't, won't agree to anything that doesn't, you know, protect us as players. Uh, you know, everyone wants to play football. So uh, whatever that looks like this year, hopefully, hopefully it does happen. And when it does, I know we're excited about it. Sounds good to me. Good to hear that your uh, ankle is back to normal. Uh, congratulations again on that second baby on the way, and I appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing you when that's allowed again. Awesome. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on. Thank you. My thanks to Adam Rank and Drew Sample, and that's going to do it for this episode of the Bengals Booth Podcast, brought to you by Prime Sport, the official fan travel and hospitality partner of the Cincinnati Bengals. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, and if you have a minute, give it a rating or share a comment. That helps more Bengals fans find this podcast. I'm Dan Horde, and thanks for listening to the Bengals Booth Podcast.